Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. Hi, welcome back. This time on the Penny Haslam podcast, how to get on a panel discussion in the first place. Being panel aware, that's step one. So being panel aware, you can't just read a book on panel discussions and go, right, I'm going to, I'm going to go on panels. You've got to understand the beast. So this is about understanding where they crop up for you in your field, your sector, your industry, your business, your line of work, whatever, maybe even your region, your city, your nearest town. Where are panel panels taking place? Um, so this is a starting point, really. Who's putting them on? Who's attending? What's happening? Um, now, that is, uh, it might be that you've attended a conference recently and there were some panel discussions taking place. It might be that you go to networking on a regular basis and you know that maybe once or twice a year, the organiser throws together a panel discussion. Or it might be a special event day like International Women's Day or International Stress Awareness Day. There might be some panels taking place pegged to those types of days. So just scoping around, going back into your mind palace as to when you last saw a panel or when you saw one advertised, or even when you are sent emails about events, there's a panel discussion taking place, make a note of it, make a diary note of it, because in a year's time, you might be one of the panelists or the moderator on that. So yeah, really gathering together everything you know about panels and where they show up. Now, the next step, or you know, another thing to do about getting on a panel in the first place, is to make a bold move and that's to get in touch with the organiser. And in the book, I say, once you're more panel aware, be brave and make contact with the organisers and send them a short biog and tell them why you're passionate about the subject, the industry, the topic, the issue, the trend or whatever. Now, you might have written a blog on it recently or done a video blog or vlog. Uh, you might have shared a post you might just want to indicate all of that as well. It helps build your profile as the right person for a panel discussion. Now, they may not get in back in touch with you. That's not to say that you're not on their radar for next time. Maybe the time just isn't right. And they might reply and say, sorry, we're not putting on a panel discussion. But then you can follow up and say, well, could you suggest anyone else who might be? You know, be tenacious in a way that you would do about other stuff, about following up with other things. Um, if there's nothing that suits your area of knowledge and experience on this occasion, can they bear you in mind for the future? That sort of thing. So get in touch, begin to build your contacts list. Now, the size of the panel discussion, um, audience-wise, the panel discussions are usually three, four, five people at a time and then a moderator on top. The size of the event, it doesn't matter. It can be the smallest most, you know, you know, weirdly cornered, niche corner panel discussion event ever with three people in the audience, or it could be 3,000 people in the audience. Um, it's up to you how you do this, where you are on that ladder of experience. I wouldn't suggest you throw yourself at a large event and expect to get picked up by the organiser as a panellist. 
um, straight away. So start, you know, get your get your stripes, get your flying time with this, your stage time, and have a go. I remember doing a panel. I was on it on it as a panelist. Um, it was after the budget, one of the budget announcements in the spring. And you know, I'm quite a confident panelist. But the terror, the topic wasn't exactly mine anymore. I used to be a personal finance journalist, but I was a bit rusty, so I'd done a lot of homework and I was quite nervous. But next to me was someone who I expected to be really, really confident, admitting to me that she was absolutely bricking it. I thought, all oh, right, okay. But it was a mid-size audience. It was about 50, 60 people in the room. It didn't really matter if either of us screwed it up. It wouldn't be the end of the world if that had taken place. Had it been 600 people, I think they maybe would have chosen some different people. But um, you, you get the idea. So if you're starting out, start small, use it as a sand pit to learn. And then there's another bit you could do by stealth, which is to stalk people on social media, as well as calling or emailing them directly about what panels people are putting on. Connect with them on LinkedIn, follow them on Twitter, go for Instagram, all the greats, and be super friendly and keen. And remember, if you have taken part in a panel discussion, and maybe there are some great photographs of you taking part in that panel discussion, get them onto your banner on your LinkedIn profile, for example, to just at a glance show the world that you are capable of being a great panelist or a great moderator. And um, and don't leave it to chance, you know, just you know, put it up there as a little nod. Um, people on LinkedIn and, uh, and social media and the rest do remember you for being plucky and super keen, you know, that, and that's really great. That's really valuable when an event organiser is casting around to curate a lineup of expert people, people who actually want to be there. Enthusiasm goes a long way. And then finally, in this chapter, this vital chapter about how to get on panels in the first place, tell people that you want to take part in panels, even if you're nervous. Just tell people that's what you want to do. Now, if you're part of a large organisation, you can tell your colleagues, sure. But you can also tell the marketing department, the press team, whoever takes uh, inquiries coming in, like external affairs people, tell them that, yeah, do you know what? I'm ready to do panels now. I want to take part in panel discussions. I want to attend conferences and seminars and networking. So if you ever get an inquiry, do think of me and keep going to tell them that because those people can change and they may not take you with them. Uh, they may not remember you and take you with them in their minds. But um, the junior marketing person may come and go. You want to be in with them. You want to, them to know who you are. So get going on that. Um, also on that, you know, some people will say, and I've heard this a lot in the training that we do around panel discussions, um, I'm not sure I'm credible enough. I'm not senior enough. I'm not expert enough. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much you know. What a panel organiser might be looking for is experience that you're bringing. So maybe you're a recent graduate who is an apprentice on a scheme and actually maybe your, your degree was in psychology but you've gone into some sort of sales work. I don't know. Just if there's something strange in your story that you think would add 
real value to the audience or you're a woman who's in engineering or STEM in some way, you know, sectors that women aren't necessarily drawn to traditionally, typically, um, maybe standing out on a panel discussion as someone who has decided to choose this sector is of great interest to the audience. So don't discount yourself just because you think you're not senior enough, you're not good enough, you're not credible enough. You probably will have some sort of value that you can bring to an audience. And that's what's important. So likewise, if you uh, run your own business, you know, you don't have a press department, you are the press department. Um, get back to step one, which was becoming panel aware and pushing yourself forward. But you can also tell your friends, your family, your networks, your associations that you're dead keen on panels. And if anyone hears of one happening, you want to be there. I hope that's helped. Panel Discussions, my book is pretty practical and very useful. It's very widely read. It's got loads of great testimonials in it. Do get yourself a copy and get yourself on a panel discussion. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.